in this relationship that involves three people. Oh. Okay, because I am not okay with this. And also, according to Oprah, true forgiveness is... You're going to vomit when you hear this. I can't wait. I'm <laughs> great. I'm going to keep on listening. <laughs> to get it going, though, the new November challenge for men. How long could you last? Okay. Take a listen. You're waking up with Holly and Nira. On 94.5 Virgin Radio. There's a new November challenge for men. It sort of involves us. I mean, we're, we're involved, but it's not about us, Nira. Okay. You've heard of Sober October. Yeah. A lot of people are doing Sober October. I'm actually doing, I don't know why, Sober Midweek. I don't know what this is, but it's horrible. Okay. Anyway, I'm three days in. <laughs> if something's wrong with me, that's why. Okay. Okay. All right. And anyway, a lot of people do Sober October. That's awesome. Now there's, I'm calling it No O November because there's another name for this No November challenge for men, but it's not appropriate for the radio. Okay. I'm calling it No O November. And the challenge is for the month of November, men are challenged not to get to the top of the mountain. Don't complete the task. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like don't let don't cross the finish line. Little swimmers out. Don't let the little swimmers out. Yes, for the month of November. Okay. And it started this no-o November, which I actually think is a better name than what they have going. But anyway, they started it for two reasons. They say just like Sober October, no-o November gives men a chance to test their willpower. How in control are you of your situation? Are you getting a bit out of control? And they say you're supposed to ask yourself if you're a man for the month of November... Are you doing it for the right reasons? Uh-huh. Maybe you are addicted to... Okay. Wait. Okay. Okay. Is, is this no matter where, what, when, why, how, you just never let the little swimmers release? Yeah. No matter yeah. which way you begin your process? It's more about self-love. Oh. Self-love. But then can't they be with their partner? There, some people say No. And some people say yes. I mean, there's nothing. This is not like an official sign up and join the call. It's like a bit of a, you know. I, I, I get what you're saying. But if you're not releasing the swimmers. Yeah. You, that's the whole point. But but it, but doesn't it does it matter how you're releasing them? Yeah. You just, just, they, okay. they say to men, don't don't do it for the month of November. But the crazy part is doctors are like, there's actually no health benefits to not. It's It's like. It's a very healthy thing to do, especially for men. Yeah, I'm confused about the entire thing. I don't understand why yeah. this is even out there. I don't know. It's it's out there, and, and men are doing it. But the health benefits to doing it for men, for like self-pleasuring themselves, are huge. They yes. way outweigh any sort of mental challenge to yourself for the month of November. I, I, I don't think I'm into this because don't a lot of athletes and boxers and UFC fighters... Don't they get told by their trainers mm-hmm. to like not release for a few days before a big fight? Yeah, like full soccer teams too. Because like, don't do it because they don't want them relaxed. They want them yeah. like a little bit more aggro. They want them on the edge, right? Yeah. Why would we want just our men on the edge in everyday life? 
if they're not fighting someone for a UFC title yeah. or wrestling yeah. or boxing or yeah. on like, you know, a crazy sports team. I think why? I think if you are a man who watches a lot of stuff on their computer, like an unhealthy amount, okay. maybe this challenge for November would well, work for you. Well, then isn't it more about what you're watching? No, it's more about like why, how often. No, okay. no, there's a whole, I mean, that is an addiction, right? So I think that's <laughs> who this challenge could like actually benefit. Okay. I'm, I'm so confused. But also if you're married to a man who's like, yeah. I'm doing the no oh November. Like, no, thank you. Okay. I'm involved. Well, we got a couple of guys on our show. Should we ask them if they're into doing the no O? I I mean, our okay. producer Scott is here. Scott. Yes, hello. <laughs> uh, you said yes, hello. Is it going to be a no November? Uh, is it going to be a no-o November no, no for o. you? I, I'm choosing not to participate <laughs> okay. in no-o November. Okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> Just asking for a friend. Uh, you know what? And I don't need to know the information, but Nira was really interesting. I so, Like yeah. I said, I'm asking for a friend. You're my friend. No, don't. I did not ask you to ask him that. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin Radio. According to Oprah. True forgiveness is dot dot dot. Come on. Oprah knows it all, right? Oprah says, quote, true forgiveness is when you can say thank you for that experience. Whoa, what? Wait, wait, wait. Say that again? True forgiveness is... When you can say to that person, thank you for that experience. Oh, wow. That, according to Oprah, <sighs> is true forgiveness. That's, is that, that is uh, mature? Uh, no, that's beyond mature. Because I'm okay. mature. Okay. No, I'm mature. Right. And that that is even beyond what I'm willing to sometimes. Well, I won't. I don't do that. Uh, that's way. I'm mature, and that's way beyond mature. That is like, uh, I don't know, like, like s- sage okay, type stuff. That's like, yes, like you've gone to a retreat for a yes. month and haven't talked and lit candles and drank your own pee, and then you come back <laughs> and like, thank you for that experience slash yoga. <laughs> retreat thing that there you just There would definitely said. be yoga <laughs> yes. involved. Uh, so yeah. you're telling me you come home, you find your boyfriend in bed with your very best friend. Yeah. yeah. And after all of it, you're like, thank you yeah. for this experience. Yeah. I don't think you're going to say it in the moment for sure. Or in that tone. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Or in that tone. And I think it's going to come way, way, way later. Wow. But true forgiveness. Yeah. Fine. If you want to use that as the example, true forgiveness <sighs> would be you saying... Thank you for that experience because what you have come to realize is your presence and you're clearly in a better place today in this moment and it probably wouldn't be so if that experience hadn't happened. It puts so much on you, though. Like, yes. as the victim in the situation, yes. it puts it all on you. Yes. Like, okay, this happened. Now, how yes. are you going to learn from it? Yes. How are you going to better yes. yourself from it? Yes. Now, you have to be the the biggest person in yes. the situation and yes. say thank you. That's so intense. Because if you don't, 
if you don't, I see, I understand what she's trying to say. <sighs> if you don't, then you are allowing this terrible, these two terrible humans mm-hmm. to ruin your life. Yes. You've given them the power. You have straight up now said, okay, they did this horrible thing and now I'm going to let these horrible people ruin my life. Yeah. Because that's exactly what's happening. If you can then get to a place where you're like, well, thank you for that experience because maybe A, now you've learned. Maybe you were really naive before. God, okay? I hope so. If you're saying thank you, you if you haven't learned, you can't say thank you. You have to learn. Good. Good. Right? I, I believe You can't so. just say thank you and you're still crying. Like, you can't. You can't be crying. Well, maybe you can still cry. Uh, I think crying is still okay. I think maybe you're still mourning a loss. I think that's all part of the process, isn't it? I think that's definitely part of the process. But right? if you're saying thank you for cheating on me with my best friend, like, I think you're years okay. past well, that. let's switch out the wording. Cheating. And, affair. Yeah, let's leave all that on. Sleeping with. No, I'm going to go with Oprah's words. Hooking up. Thank you for that experience. <laughs> Banging. Okay, fine. Holly and Nira. And now, The Biz with Nira. Big news for Kanye West this morning, and it's not good. That's today's top biz story. Adidas has severed its partnership with Kanye West over the anti-Semitic remarks. Yep. Straight up, it's happened. The company has halted production of its line of Yeezy products. Yeezys, I mean, dude, they've become kind of iconic. Mm-hmm. For them to sever ties with Kanye and not have Yeezys, Yeezys have made them an insane amount of of money. They're stopping their payments to Kanye West as well. They straight up said uh, Kanye's recent comments and actions have been absolutely unacceptable, hateful, dangerous. They violate the company's values of diversity and inclusion, mutual respect and fairness. Yes, I'm feeling the same way Adidas is. Yeah. All those things. You know, the whole thing is so messed up and it's quite a touchy subject um, because we also know that mental health is involved here. Totally. And we've known this for years. Mm-hmm. It's not that it's just happening and the person is blaming mental health. Actually, Kanye or Ye doesn't even say it himself that there's mental health issues. It's those that are closest around him and his mm-hmm. family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now his ex-wife, mm-hmm. who has come out so many times saying he struggles with mental health. There are issues. He needs medication. He doesn't take his medication properly. Mm-hmm. But of course, there's no excuses I wonder how much Kim was on him about that kind of stuff when they were married, because it does seem, and I know they got divorced, which is very, like, um, you know, very difficult to deal with in a life anyway, but he does seem to really be spiraling since he doesn't have her in his life. And maybe, I mean, obviously the romantic stuff with them was like dumb, but maybe she was a very good person clearly for him to have around just to say like, have you taken your meds or, hey, honey, I noticed you're feeling a little bit different. Like maybe he needs that. I don't yeah. know. She was on him. Friendship, companion, yeah. someone, person yeah. beside yeah. him. She was on him. Totally. She was. Her and her team yeah. were on him yeah. about the medication. At the end of the day, too, I feel so bad for his children. Totally. You know? I feel bad for him, too. I just, I, but what he said, I mean, there is just, I it's just And he's so also hateful. to his own people. Yes. To the black community. Everybody, I think that's where, like, Trevor Noah, you know, because he did go after Trevor Noah a couple of months ago even came out and said, listen, this isn't about canceling someone because we know he's not okay. Mm-hmm. We know something is wrong. It's, this is mental illness. Trevor Noah said it straight up. It's mental illness. 
we need to be counseling, not counseling. The problem as well, though, is that Kanye is such a iconic figure in he's a famous person and he's been lighting a fire under terrible people that are doing terrible things that have terrible ideas. Like I, there's just so much more than this is just a comment. I know it's really getting out of control. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I don't think it's done quite yet. Will Smith, he held a private screening of his upcoming movie, Emancipation, and Dave Chappelle was there. And this is the interesting part because Dave Chappelle is co-headlining his stand-up tour with Chris Rock. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah what? Wow. Quite the interesting connection there, Are we right? sure it was Dave Chappelle? <laughs> no. Confirmation? <laughs> yeah, was it, was it him? Chappelle. And this is just a funny story you got to hear about. Kylie Jenner just suggested on a video that she posted, she was talking to her longtime makeup artist friend, Ariel, and Ariel was doing makeup on her, and Kylie straight up suggested that she herself is naturally gorgeous. Today is such an exciting day. You know what? She probably is. Uh, Who knows? We never get to see it. I don't know. I never believe. Every time a celebrity is like, hey, I'm just being real. Here's me with no makeup. I'm like, is it? Well, they've got a base coat on. And then they're like, here's me without makeup. Oh, yeah. Moisturizer. But that's cheating. And also, is she naturally gorgeous? Okay. But I don't want to get into this, but I want to get into this, but I don't want to. Be careful. Is it naturally gorgeous if you've had stuff done, but you still have no makeup on? Very good question. A, gr- a few of my girlfriends get lip injections, okay? They do. Um, they got beautiful lips like mm-hmm. Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. So when they're not wearing any makeup, their mm-hmm. lips look beautifully gorgeous and gigantic. I mean, they're not wearing makeup. They can but, say, here I am, bare no, face. But can they say they're naturally gorgeous? Yeah, why not? But it's not natural. That's not their natural lip shape. That's not their natural lips. Those have been injected. Yeah, but it is now. The new natural. Okay, you know what? You can't this do that. This is my new natural. Okay, anyways, I just quickly want to tell you, uh, this L.A. dog rescue wants to clarify what happened with Olivia Wilde and uh, Jason Sudeikis' golden retriever. All right, the nanny keeps on talking. This woman just yes. will not shut up. When is her book coming out? I know, this nanny's like, they didn't take care of the dog, and then they returned this dog to the rescue organization. The rescue organization has straight up come said that's not what happened. They rescued the dog. Olivia Wilde is a huge advocate uh, when it comes to, uh, you know, animal rescuing mm. and taking care of animals. She said she acted out of compassion by returning the dog because Gordy um, didn't like traveling so much, and Gordy didn't really like kids. So she realized that. And the dog walker and Gordy got along amazingly. So the dog walker adopted Gordy, even though it was so hard on Olivia, Jason, and the kids to let go of Gordy. But they knew that's what was best for Gordy. There is a lot of pressure when it comes to like adopting a, like a, you know, like a foster, um, a rescue. Yes. Because you don't know their past, right? You don't know. And so if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Yeah. And and that's okay. I think that's fair. That's better for the dog. And the dog just wasn't into kids and they had kids. So they were like, this isn't good for Gordy. Like Gordy needs to be happy. And the dog rescue people, they're like, no, they're amazing people. Mm -hmm. They took their dog properly. Mm -hmm. I'm Nira and that's the biz. Catch up on more biz stories. Listen back anytime. 94.5 virginradio.ca. We just keep it pushing like, aye, aye, aye. It's time to play Polly and Nira's Truth Hurts. That's we're, right. Yeah, we're doing a little twist on it. It's Truth Hurts, and we're playing a game called Two Truths and a Lie. We're going to give you three statements here, and you're going to tell us which one is the lie so you can hang out in the Lizzo suite with us, Polly and Nira. Say good morning. Oh, should we say the should we say them first? You say them first. All right. Here we go. Nira is obsessed with vampires and always has been. Okay. Holly only owns one pair of high heels. 
One of Nira's favorite pastimes is being a dungeon master while playing Dungeons and Dragons. Okay. Now there's two truths in there and there's one lie. Let's say good morning to Alyssa in Delta. Good morning, Alyssa. Good morning. Yeah, girl. Are you a Lizzo fan? Oh, God. Huge. Oh, my God. Her concert is going to be so good. November 7th, Rogers Arena. We have a suite, a very fancy suite, and we'd like you to be in there with us, okay? That is amazing. That would be a birthday present for me. I'm almost my 21st birthday. 21st? Yes. Okay, so you're going to party with us for your 21st birthday. That is the goal. So fun. Okay, you're going to tell us which one is the lie. There's two truths and a lie. Here we go. Nira is obsessed with vampires and always has been. Holly only owns one pair of high heels. One of Nira's favorite pastimes is being an excellent dungeon master while playing Dungeons and Dragons. Which one of those is false? I think the third one is a lie. You don't think Nira could be a dungeon master? I think she could be. Yes, good. I don't even understand what this is. Okay, whatever. You're correct. correct. (laughs) Yes. But I feel like I could be a good dungeon master just by the name alone. (laughs) No? Yeah, no, for sure. Totally? For sure. I don't even know what this game is, but congratulations, Alyssa. You're going to Lizzo with us in a suite. So fun. Amazing. Okay, we'll pick out your outfit. We'll see you November 7th, Rogers Arena, and we'll play this fun game again. It's called Truth Hurts for Lizzo tomorrow morning, 7.30. Holly and Nira. Virgin. All right, forget your kids. Forget work. Forget putting pants on. No. You need to drop everything, stop everything, and go to sleep. Okay. Interesting statement. When are we going to learn? A new medical study that was done over 25 years, Nira, was released yesterday. Okay. (laughs) And shocker, not shocker. I know. I know the answer. People who sleep five hours or less a night are 40% more likely to get not one, but multiple chronic diseases in their life. Okay, well, you and I should go make those doctor's appointments now. Honest to God, I'm glad I have life insurance for my children. Yeah. After too. reading this. Well, yes. And by chronic diseases, I mean diabetes, cancer, coronary heart disease, stroke, heart failure, chronic kidney disease, liver disease, depression, dementia, Parkinson's, chromatic, chronic, obstructive pulmonary disease, and arthritis. Mm-hmm. All from not sleeping. And we're not going to get one. We're getting multiple. Yes. Yes, I I don't know what to tell you. If you sleep more than seven hours, seven hours or more on average during the week, congratulations, you're good. It you're is good. the number one healer for your body. It's when your Honest. body rests. It's what your body needs. Rejuvenates. Re- rejuvenates. Regenerates. Everything. No, it's all... You, you laugh at... Fine, laugh no, at you I'm want. laughing because I'm this not is, sure how to deal with this. This isn't funny. I told you this story so many times. Remember when I told you um, I met Oprah's beauty guru? Mm-hmm. Remember? I was at some event, like some beauty event, a project skin or something, and I met her, like mm-hmm. actually Oprah's beauty guru. She touches Oprah's face. Yeah, and I said to her, like, tell me, What's the number one thing for anti-aging and just for staying looking young naturally, right? What what can you do? And I wanted to hear about some $500 cream that she puts on Oprah's face or something. Or you wanted her to whisper Botox. Like that's something. just what it is. Or Botox, yes. Give, give me whatever. the answer. No, you know what she said? And she, at that point, I figured out that I do like this show and we wake up in the middle of the night to go 3:30. to 3.30. 
You know what she said to me? She said, you're not going to like the answer. You're not going to be able to handle the answer. It's sleep. Sleep is your number one anti-ager for your face, for your body, for everything you need. Sleep is your weapon, but we don't do it. We don't sleep. We know how important it is, but we don't do it. And also, if you're wondering, does napping count? Can you combine? Like, well, I had a 20-minute power nap and then this. No. 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 It has to be consecutive. Yes. Hours. You got to hit the REM and hit all the cycles. I know. Seven hours. I know. (sighs) I don't know if you know. Do you know you said it three times? <laughs> Just making I'm sure. I'm so tired. Are you here? Did I? <laughs> yeah. Holly and Nira. It's time for Holly and Nira's story time. <laughs> if you are 10 years old or younger, we want to hear your scariest, spookiest original Halloween story. It's got to be 300 words or less. If we read your story on the air, you get $100 for candy. Or, you know, for your savings account. Candy. A new Switch game. Okay, I'm into that. <laughs> All right, there we you go. You can enter your story right now if you're 10 years old or younger. 94.5virginradio.ca. Nira's going to read our scary story this morning. Okay, this is coming from Eli. Nine years old. Richmond. Here we go. School is almost done, Paul whispered to James. Detention, Mr. K said. You too, James, he said sternly. In detention, Paul said, I'm tired of this place. Let's escape. Nice. They ran out of the school and took a shortcut through a spooky forest. They kept running, running through the forest. But there was no end in sight. Eventually, they found a nearby pond with a creepy wooden cabin. It had one small bed, so James volunteered to sleep on the floor. When he was drifting off to sleep, he heard a scream! Ah! James woke up, but Paul was gone. Blood splatters everywhere. Oh my God. James followed the blood out the door. It led to the tiny pond. A shadowy figure emerged from the pond. Paul? To be continued. Oh my God. (laughs) How old is this child? Nine years old? Yeah, Eli's nine from Richmond. Congratulations, Eli. A hundred bucks. You freaky little dude. I love it. Uh, I I, I want more. We want more. Send Nira part two. We must do part two. Congratulations, (laughs) Eli from Richmond. $100. All yours for candy. Or whatever. Switch game. Switch game or for your RESP, be responsible. <laughs> Submit your scary story at 945virginradio.ca. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Who needs to be the respectful one in this relationship? Yeah, wasn't this about three? Uh, yes. There's three people who are involved in this relationship, and I need to know who needs to be the respectful one in this relationship. Okay. Now, this is something that Gwyneth Paltrow brought up. Goop. Goop it up, girl. Gwyneth Paltrow was talking about her relationship with her ex-fiance, Brad Pitt. Every journey ends, but we go on. Oh, she's so lucky. <laughs> Just to be able to say that, it doesn't even matter, it doesn't work out. Do you remember when they were engaged in the 90s? Yes. Oh my gosh, it was so hot. Those yeah, two. yeah, yeah, they were on okay, fire. Okay, anyways, they were on fire. 
didn't work out and they called it quits. She says then they didn't speak for a very long time. But then they started speaking again. They rebuilt a friendship. All right. So Gwyneth Paltrow rebuilt her friendship with her ex-fiance, Brad Pitt. She is now in a new relationship with her new husband, Brad Falchuk. New Brad. She calls him. Yeah, I don't, know. I don't, know I don't think so. I don't think she calls him new Brad. new Brad. So she's with Brad Falchuk. Mm-hmm. This is her statement about Brad Falchuk, her husband. Brad Falchuk, my husband, is super respectful of my friendship with Brad Pitt. Okay. Brad Falchuk is super respectful of her friendship with Brad Pitt. Nice. No, no. Who needs to be the respectful one in this relationship? Excuse you, Brad Pitt. The Pitt needs to be respectful of the Falchuk, not the Falchuk of the Pitt. The Pitt must be respectful of the Falchuk because the Falchuk is the husband. No, 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 no. Falchuk takes priority over the Pitt. Falchuk is a smart man. What's the saying? Keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. Oh, yes. If Brad Pitt... Yeah, you want him close. You want to be able to keep your eye on him, see what he's doing. You're like, yeah, honey, I'm totally, what's the word? Respectful. Okay, no, no, no. friendship. Have him over. I agree with you that, of course, like, yeah, keep an eye on that. But I didn't like her wording as the wife towards her husband. Hmm. The friends are the ones who need to be respectful towards the husband or the wife. But maybe he is. No. We don't know. She did not say Brad Pitt is respectful of my relationship with my husband, Brad Falchuk. She says, my husband, Brad Falchuk, is super respectful, respectful of my friendship with Brad Pitt. Why does she have to even word that? Why does she? Do, why can't she be like, yeah, Brad Falchuk, like, you know, Brad Falchuk, my husband, super cool with our relationship, our friendship. Why does she have to say super respectful? It feels like he makes special allowances for this friendship. Well, maybe Brad Pitt and her are like super, super close. And so he has no choice. That has to be respectful of their yeah. friendship? Yeah. Okay, this is weird to me. I don't think so. I think really? friendships need to be set aside once you are with your partner. There are certain boundaries that friendship should not be crossing once you are with your partner, partner. Hmm. Like you and I should not cross boundaries because we have husbands. Too late. <laughs> Too late. Holly and Nira. Holly and Nira. Virgin. Are you a I'll still watch it person? If you know the ending of a show sucks, like sucks, worse than the end of Game of Thrones bad, mm-hmm. would you still watch the show? Because that's what's happening. That's what's happening right now with the show The Watcher on Netflix. Someone with Naomi Watts and uh, the guy that's in everything, Bobby Cannavale. Or is it Cannavale? You know who he is. I know. He's in everything. Yeah, he's great. He's great. He's great. Apparently, the ending of The Watcher is tragic. And I don't mean like people die. Or maybe they do. I don't know. Apparently, the finale of the show is brutal and it sucks. And it's like, oh, like like it was trending. Like, this is the worst. Like, worse than the dark episode of Game of Thrones. Worse than the season finale, series finale of Game of Thrones. Worse than everything. Terrible. But it's still like the number one show on Netflix right now because leading up to the season finale, apparently The Watcher is amazing. Well, I started watching it. So are you a I'll still watch a person if you know the ending sucks and everyone hated it? Well, yeah. Like I, I heard I heard that the ending is pretty trash. Beyond. 
Okay, I heard Apparently it's okay. worse. I didn't hear it as badly as you did. It's worse. Okay, but I heard the ending is pretty trash. I still then continued to watch. Wow. And I don't know why. Because now I just want to know. Now I just want to know why Why do you just so watch trash. the last episode? No, because you need to know you have to have some kind of relationship to care. If you just watch the ending, it's not trash to you if you don't know anything about the show. Then you're just mm. like, oh, it's just an episode of a show. It doesn't mean anything. I think I kind of want these feelings right now. I want these feelings of utter disappointment, possibly. You want Crash and Burn? Maybe. Possibly. Interesting. I'm watching the show knowing that the ending is going to be terrible. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this to myself. What episode are you on? I am now on episode four. Okay, and is it so far a good show? Um, I would say it's okay. I feel like... Oh. But you know me, I this is the time of year where you want something creepy, mysterious, thrilling. It's right. Halloween. Yep. And, you know, As soon as November 1st hits, you know what's going to be all about Hallmark and mm-hmm. you know Christmas movies. So I'm yes. trying to get in some of my scary stuff. Um, it's, it's by that same guy who did American Horror Story, Ryan mm-hmm. Murphy. You know? So I'm like, I'm trying to give the show a chance. Okay. Knowing that the end, I'm going to hate the last episode. I know yep. this. But I'm still going for it. So interesting to me. Why? I can't answer that for you. I, am I wanting some kind of self-punishment? Am I... Interest? Am I am I self loathing? I don't know. <laughs> like there's something I don't know. about like you even finish books, don't you? Yes, and I was that person. I could not stand the show, and I still kept going with Grey's Anatomy. Yeah. I I got to season sixteen <laughs> when I finally went. Why am I punishing myself? Why am I doing this to myself? No, not even punishing. Wasting your life. Yeah, yeah, I know. And I because I couldn't stand the show, and I was like, okay. But then they kept going, and they won't stop. So I'm like, no, I need to stop. I need to stop this nonsense but with this one i'm like ah seven episodes i can handle it so i've taken some time away from supernatural and now i'm watching the watcher okay (laughs) yeah um i have you are you no no and i never will because of because of what people say about no, the you ending. know what I can't you don't count. I can't do it again no. I did the Game of Thrones and it almost sent me over the yeah, edge but you Bran really I'm not gonna count you in any capacity for ah. anything because even when things are good you refuse to watch them that's like, true you refuse how long have I been telling you to try to watch House of Dragon. How long? Yeah, yeah, for a while. Okay, since and it you, came out, you finally now are like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. Yeah. How long have I been saying you got to watch Top Gun Maverick? No. Things that have good reviews, even then, you just are like, I don't want to, because someone told me to. Yes. Yeah. So you're just you don't even count. But this is opposite. They're saying don't watch it, and I'm not going to. I'm going to listen for once. I will not watch The Watcher. Yeah. So shouldn't you actually be the opposite? Because people have told you not to watch yeah. it, you should actually watch it. Okay, I'm starting it so tonight. What is I'm your starting it tonight? Fine. Do change you your have to system. quit though. <laughs> I won't. Holly and Nira.